Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome in. Happy Friday afternoon. Dayton Park's coming up an hour from right now. So the Amelia Earhart Museum opened this year in Atchison, getting all into the history of Amelia Earhart. That's where she was born. And USA Today does this every year. Uh, they do these 10 best categories. And so you go and you vote and it's up on their website. And they have a category for best new museum, and the new Amelia Earhart Museum is up for uh, that award. Yeah, and as of publishing of the article, which was yesterday, that museum, and it's all according to your voting, it was, was it number four? on their leaderboard across the U.S., number four. That's not bad. So, I mean, for it to even be in the running is very cool, uh, but to get up that high early on means there's something special there. And I'm with you. I've not been there either, but if you want to get me to go to a museum, tell me there's that there is uh, aviation stuff involved in it. I'm there. Agreed. Um, and we could probably spend the next six hours talking about the best museums in the country. We'll talk about some of these other nominees here. But if you're a museum person... And there's one that's really, really wowed you. Or if you're not a museum person and there's one that's really yeah, wowed you. Especially that, yes. Yeah, then let's um, let's certainly talk about them. Uh, let's talk about the other nominees here for a second. Uh, there are 16 total. I have not been to any of these others. So I've not been to any of the 16 because um, I need to go to the one here too. Yeah, I've, I've got to get back over to that list and see if I can. Uh, oh, here, my computer it. picks the most wonderful times to freeze. So here I can I can oh, start here. At the top. Here we go. Got it. Um, so, yeah, the leaderboard. Uh, the Buffalo AKG Art Museum is currently ranked number one. Okay, that's I, and I'm not familiar with that one either. Uh, either although. Uh, if it's if it's what I think it is, maybe I am. It was originally opened under a number another name. It's now the Fine Arts Academy. Uh, it was opened in 1862 as the Buffalo Fine Arts Academy, and they've got a bunch of artworks in there. That's a curious one to me because the Albright Knox Art Art Gallery uh, in Buffalo is world class. So I didn't even know that they'd open another one to compete with it. I have these in alphabetical order. I think you've got them by vote, but I've got them in alphabetical order, and so I'll just go through them. Um, uh, we have the Africatown Heritage House in Mobile. Ours is up there, the one you just mentioned. The Capitol Jewish Museum in D.C. The Cheech Marin Center for Chicano Art and Culture in Riverside, California. That's amazing. Is it? Yes. Okay. Uh, we, we can talk um, more about that in a minute. Go ahead. Okay. The Gettysburg Beyond the Battle Museum in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. The Institute of Contemporary Art in San Francisco. You're going to notice the theme here. Uh, the International African American Museum in Charleston, South Carolina. The Jackie Robinson Museum in New York City. The MIT Museum in Cambridge. Museum of Broadway in New York. The Moonshot Museum in Pittsburgh. Okay. And I, I'm going to have to look at that a little more closely to see what that's all about. The Punk Rock Museum in Las Vegas. That I want to see. I want to go to the Punk you, Rock Museum. I figured you like that. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Rubel Museum in D.C., the Telfair Children's Art Museum in the Jepson Center in Savannah, Georgia, and the World War II American Experience in Gettysburg. 
That's an odd place for a World War II museum. But, but, but okay, yeah. I'll take it. I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in Gettysburg anyway. But, uh, yeah, the, the Cheech Marin Center for Chicano Art and Culture, the, w- one of the things that I love about it is um, I, I think that kind of street art, which is where mm-hmm. he started with all of that, whether it's uh, painting lowriders, which was a big part, that was a huge exhibit that they had there. I believe that goes back to when it opened. Um, and that's something that he's been involved in promoting that and graffiti art and all kinds of other very cool contemporary stuff, things that are happening and the sorts of changes in that culture over time. Um, you know, from the, you know, from the zoot suit riot days all the way through what's going on currently, he's done an absolutely incredible job putting together a a whole bunch of in-house artists too. So it's, it's a much more, creative experience i think than a lot of museums are the moonshot museum <sighs> yeah it, it already has me hoping to channel your inner astronaut during your next trip to <laughs> pittsburgh yeah. yes uh this polished venue is rife with exhibits dedicated to the beauty of the cosmos with a lunar rover engineering lab and a moon landing simulation site both open for exploration yes please yeah. Uh, Sounds cool. A couple of them are coming in, and these are older ones that, that are coming in on the text line. But, yeah, we did ask you, what what museum have you been to that you thought was just a, a, a jaw-dropping experience, something you walked out of thinking, okay, I went in here going, oh, boy, we get to go to a museum today, and walked out going, I would go through there again right now if I could. Somebody mentioned the Field Museum in Chicago. That's a yeah. hard one to argue with. That place yeah. is incredible. Science and Industry Museum, somebody said, too. Uh, yeah, same same idea there. That's, that's where the U-boat is, at yep, the Museum is. of Science and Industry. They, they have a uh, captured U-boat from World War II that you can walk through. Somebody said it's the only one left. Is that right? It may be. Okay. Um, I haven't been there since I was – because I, I grew up close enough to Chicago that all those museums were f- um, field trips for us. Yeah. So well, it's been 30, 35 years. And on that front, by the way, speaking of things that they're, they're just don't exist anymore, that uh, the Air and Space Museum in the, that's part of the Smithsonian complex, mm-hmm. it, it got so big they had to open an annex at, uh, at Dulles Airport, you know, outside of Washington, D.C. So mm-hmm. the, the Air and Space Museum – on the Capitol Mall is still very much there. It's one of the big you know, sort of attractions there. But inside that one, not at the annex, but the one that's on the Capitol Mall, there's a room that I believe it's it's the north end of the building, I think, where uh, they have one of the last flight-worthy, even though it's probably never going to fly again, uh, Japanese Zeros from World War II. Oh, wow. And it's right there. I mean, you walk into the room, and that's the first thing you see, and it's hung from the ceiling in a way that kind of, you know, with the wings canted, it looks like it's coming right at you. That place, I mean, they have a a life-size, I don't know if it's one of the ones that, no, it couldn't be, but they have a life-size lunar lander, because all the landers are still there, from, uh, you know, that's a, it's a a direct copy of Apollo 11. You can't walk, you can't walk through that, but you can yeah. walk right up to it, and that's also a very cool thing. Phone lines are ringing. Uh, we'll get to your calls here in a second. Um, I'm going to put two of them on the table. Um, the Wright Brothers Museum in Kitty Hawk, North yep. Carolina, where they did their first flights, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It's the aviation geek in me a little bit, but it's it's super cool. It's got the markers. I mean, keep in mind their first flight was like five feet, and then and, and the next three after that you could fit into a field, but all that is marked there. Um, and that's really, really cool. 
I have said before that um, the Oklahoma City Bombing Museum, I, I don't want to say it's my favorite because that's a weird thing to say about mm -hmm. a museum in honor of such a tragic event like that. But in terms of museums that are so incredibly well done, I, I mention it all the time. It's just the work that they did on that. It's not huge. It is so incredibly well done with the chairs that are outside yeah. honoring everybody that was lost. And I'll say the same thing about the Holocaust Museum in D.C. I still that, haven't done. Uh, oh, I mean, I, I, I tell you about it. There's a million things that I could say about it. None of it would do it justice. All I will say is that it's one of the most moving experiences I've ever had in my life. And in terms of walking a, what can be a very fine line between uh, honoring and and marking what happened and being it's a museum. I mean, museums are there in some way to make money. You do right. pay for tickets to go in there and that can be exploitative. It has none of that. You don't walk through those exhibits going, oh, really? Come on. No, it's it's brilliantly put together. It's interesting that you mentioned cost. Should there be a limit to how much a museum should cost to get in? Well, there's a lot the, of museums that are free. Um, the reason I ask is because somebody just mentioned the 9-11 Museum, which I just did for the first time last year. And if I'm not mistaken, I need to look it up. Colin, maybe you can help me out real fast. I want to say it's like 70, is it 75 bucks to get in? I remember thinking, this is a lot. Yeah. Like there, I feel like there is, you're right, a lot of museums are free. Nelson Atkins here is one of them. I the Missouri like History it, Museum over in St. Louis, you know, all the stuff in Forest Park, that's, all, that's okay. all free as well. I feel like when it's a history museum, I, I don't know why I feel this, there's a weird feeling in me about having an obligation to keep that fee so that it's accessible to everybody. Yeah. And I just remember thinking the fee to get in the 9-11 Museum was a lot. Especially, yes, yeah, something like that that is tied to, uh, to a tragic event. Um, I don't remember how much, uh, I think the tickets and I haven't been to the Holocaust museum in DC in a very long time. That was probably a good 25 years ago when we were there, but, uh, it's just, I haven't been back to DC in forever, but there was another museum that we went to in Albany, New York, that has a couple of the pieces of the, uh, of the twin towers. Mm -hmm. And it also has one of the. I don't remember which company it was, but a uh, hook and ladder that was destroyed when the buildings fell, that that's there as well. And I don't, I mean, I think the Holocaust Museum when we went there was $11. And I think that museum, the, the museum in Albany is not restricted to September 11th. That's one piece uh -huh. of a whole bunch of other stuff that's in there. And I think that one might have been $20 at the outside. Okay, I was a little, I was wrong. Thanks, Colin, for looking it up. Now I'm on the site. The 9-11 Museum is $33 for adults. There's more wrapped into it, though. If you do the tour, then it, if you do the memorial and the tour, then it gets up into 70 or 80. If you want to, I just, even 35, that just still, I just feel like there should be a limit somewhere when we're teaching people about history to kind of keep that under control a little yeah, bit. Yeah, especially when it is honoring a tragedy. that Because you never know. I mean, you'd like to see... Um, maybe discounts or something like that given if you have a connection to it? Yes. Oh, but then you're going to have people. How do you prove? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> how do you prove that you've got the connection? I went to the Minneapolis point? Institute of Art, which is their free exhibition that they have downtown when I went. Uh, I was there, what, a year and a half ago, I think. And that for, for the free 
aspect of it, it was very nice. I just, yeah. yeah um, I, that's cool. Yeah, and, and join in. I mean, call yeah. us and let us know. I mean, there have to be places like that, even like Jamie said, even if you're not necessarily a museum person. And by the way, I just uploaded a, a link, Jamie, onto the under mm-hmm. our thread so you can see that exhibit that I was talking about with the fire truck. And it, it's in the New York mm-hmm. State Museum in Albany. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even just that one picture on the front page is like, wow. wow. Uh, but it does. I mean, there, there's a whole bunch more to it than that, uh, you know, with pieces of the Twin Towers and all of that. But, uh, yeah, if there's something that has really moved the needle for you specifically, whether it is something, you know, something that's moving or something that like the Punk Rock Museum is just something mm-hmm. that you loved so much and loved the way that they put it together. What was it? 913-586-7798 will get you in. We'll take a break. We'll get to more of these next on KMBZ. The Amelia Earhart Museum here in Hutchinson, not in Hutchinson, in Atchison, uh, is among 16 new museums up for USA Today. They do this every year. Uh, You can vote for best new museum. It's a pretty eclectic list that you can check out. We were just talking about, I'm with you. If you are not a museum person, but you've had one that's really impressed you, I'm curious to know what that is. Definitely. Let's go to it and head to the phones where Kim has called in from Blue Springs. Hello, Kim. Hello there. What's happening? Um, Yeah, I'm one of those people that's not really an art museum person. Uh, However, one that's kind of off the beaten path that's interesting is Woolarock. Okay. In Bartlesville, Oklahoma. It's the private collection of Frank Phillips who was, you know, Phillips Petroleum. Mm-hmm. And it has everything you can possibly imagine. He collected a lot of different things, including, like, shrunken heads. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of... Wow. <laughs> and, yeah, they've also got the largest collection of cult handguns in that museum in the world, I believe. And, and what's it called um, again? What's the name of it? Woolrock. W-O-O-L-A-R-O-C. I think that's how it's spelled. Woolrock. And it's in Bartlesville. Got it. Okay. Rock. And, yeah... Uh, and also Madame Tussauds in London, you know, the Wax Museum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my third one is not exactly a museum, but it sort of is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. I was wondering if that one was going to come up because uh, it, 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 it's one of those places that you either love it or you hate it. And I love it. I'm, and I hate uh, it. <laughs> Jamie hates it. <laughs> I was so underwhelmed. It was like Graceland for me. I expected so much more. Oh, and got well, so little out of it. I, I enjoyed it, but we also enjoyed Graceland. So there you go. There you go. All right. It, now, when you went to Graceland, did you do the airplane museum and the car museum across the street? Uh, yeah. Oh, so much fun. Uh, love seeing that stuff. All right. Well, Kim, yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Now, are there some things I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame could have done better? Yeah. But it's also always a work in progress. So maybe next time you go, you'll like it a little bit better. Have you ever been to the Country Music Hall of Fame? No. In Nashville? Which um, is funny because I lived there, but no, I didn't go. Uh, so that that's the point of reference I have for that. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much there. It's The building's really cool, but there are just so many artifacts and so many exhibits and so many things in it. And I guess I just expected the rock rock and roll just encompasses so much, you sure. know, and has so many decades. And I just, I just had higher expectations for what I was going to see yep. in uh, the building itself. How about from uh, from there we go to Tracy and Shawnee up next? Hello, Tracy. Hi, how are you guys? Fantastic. Great. Good. I was just calling in because we have a great museum here locally that I just visited this weekend. Um, 
called the Strawberry Hill Museum in KCK. What's there? It's an old Victorian home, and it's um, back when the uh, Spanish flu happened. Um, it was turned into an orphanage for kids, um, and it's it's just a beautiful home that has ethnic um, exhibits and stuff and all the old churches from the Kansas City, Kansas area, um, all their different um, memorabilia and stuff like that. It was just something you can't even explain. And right now they do a Christmas, um, old world Christmas display, and every room in the house um, is decorated for Christmas and the trees and everything. Um, it's a mansion, and it's just not, you can't even explain it. You have to see it to believe it. That's neat. And it's, it's like a church within this house. Um, you know what? I'm putting um, Do you know if they're open on weekends? Because I'm thinking about putting that down for Jen and I to go visit this weekend. You've sold me. <laughs> it is. Saturdays and Sundays, they do tours, um, and you will be... Uh, You'll be in awe. I, okay. I've never seen anything like it, and I didn't even know we had an orphanage here that didn't close until 1988, and I knew wow. nothing about it. That's great. All right, yeah. uh, the Strawberry Hill Museum. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tracy. No problem. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks, there's uh, there, there's another couple. She reminded me in Nashville, just north of Nashville, there's a there's an old mansion like that that was on the grounds of the Nashville Zoo at Grasmere, which is north of the city by a little bit. Uh, and they do the same thing. They do tours and explain. It, it was the family that donated the land and the money and all of that stuff to start the zoo. But just a little bit about their history and the the place itself. It's not massive. It's kind of like Graceland. It's not huge. Mm -hmm. But everything in it is just fascinating. I'm told our phone lines are full. They are. So let's do we that. Shall keep going and head to uh, Jim and Casey North next. Hello, Jim. Hey, how are you today? Doing great. Great. Good. Good. Hey, um, well, my first thought when I started listening to this was uh, the Wright Patterson Air Force Museum in uh, in Ohio, and then I uh, my next thought was there's uh, in Huntsville, Alabama. It's called Space Camp. Yes. And mm -hmm. and you go down there, they have Literally two Saturn V rockets. There was only three of them built. And one of them is actually in a big building, and it's horizontal, and it's segmented. And you can check. You can walk underneath the thing and take all the pictures. The other one's outside. Um, but they have the uh, first space shuttle that they did the test test flight with was strapped on the back of the 747. Yep. They have that there. They have, uh, well, they have the actual Airstream trailer that the uh, pilot or the uh, astronauts had to go into for isolation for three days after it came down it is an amazing museum rockets everywhere I mean, it's you want to learn, learn the history of you know space and rocketry and stuff like that that is definitely the place to go it's amazing yeah huntsville has done a great job really embracing that that identity as as being you know rocket rocket city usa or whatever it is they call right, it right and and yeah. it's just uh yeah the that the space camp museum and everything else that they do is all yeah. geared around that it's fat it's it's just really yeah. cool to see jim thank you yeah it's truly amazing yeah you guys have a good yeah, day. appreciate it yeah thanks have a just, good weekend by the way just don't waste your time with that movie space camp that was horrible <laughs> <laughs> no. I like that we're getting a lot of space stuff coming in, though. Somebody mentioned uh, the one in Hutchinson, the Cosmosphere, which I still need to go to. Yeah, you know what? In When we were on our way out to Topeka last weekend, drove right by the sign, and I know this one has been suggested to us before, for the Combat Air Museum. 
um, get, didn't have time to go. But Topeka, now, yeah, yeah, Topeka, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. It just yeah, before right before you get there, and I think it's a little bit north. But yeah, that's one that's definitely on the list. The for Cosmosphere soon. is awesome. I'm glad you brought it up, and I'm glad somebody else said it on the text line. Yeah. Ice take because I grew up 20, 30 minutes away from Hutch. Yeah. So we would take field trips there every year. I think growing up, and it's it's fantastic. Awesome. Um, let's see if we can slide Don and Overland Park in before the bottom of the hour. Hello, Don. Yeah. Hi, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Hi. The museum I want to recommend, I'm a Fort Worth, Texas native, but I've lived in this area for over oh, 30 plus years, but is the uh, Sixth Floor Museum in Dealey Plaza in downtown Dallas. Yes. Museum allegedly where uh, Kennedy was shot. Uh, fantastic museum. Uh, and I think the one good thing about it is that it's right there at the location where allegedly he was where he was killed, allegedly by Lee Harvey Oswald, which I think if people go there and they go to the museum, then they have the opportunity to draw their own conclusions by walking the site. I mean, and people spend enormous amounts of time just there in Dealey Plaza, which is referred to. And you can see the picket fence where supposedly one of the last shot, the headshot was from that. Some people say it was. You can make your own conclusions looking at the Texas School Book Depository building and the sixth floor of that. And uh, it's just wonderful from that perspective that you can walk around and you can draw your own conclusions. And mine tend to be that it was a coup d'etat. I mean, it was triangulated gunfire and there was no way out of it for him. But it's an excellent museum gonna, and excellent the well, outside of it as well. I'm going to yeah. bite my lip, Don. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot for the call. Uh, but, yes, I've been there, and he's right. It's very well done. All right, we have a bunch of these coming in. We have to get to a break. Hang here with us. We'll get to more of these next on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, Yeah, the rain has started and it's sticking around till like the middle of next week. I don't know, till sometime tomorrow. Big blob on the radar. We're still just getting a couple sprinkles uh, in, in mission. But yeah, it's coming down on the plaza, is it? It is. Yeah, it's dark. It's the roads wet. You, I can hear it. I can hear it as people are driving down the streets. So just be careful. Turn your headlights on. All oh, of that wow. good stuff. Um, also, just quick reminder, uh, Governor Laura Kelly just reminded us of this, that you have until five o'clock to vote for the new design <laughs> for the Kansas license plate. If you're mad about the one that looked like trying to get you to go to Mizzou, I, there I, are five of them up there now. I have to say, I, I just, just for the irony of it, I would be so happy if the one that everybody trashed was the one that ended it's up the one winning. That wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll talk about this if we have time later, but there's um, a, not a fake one, but like a sixth suggestion yeah. that's going around that's kind of funny. It's not out of the five, but we'll uh, we'll know Monday what won. Uh, the Amelia Earhart Museum in Atchison is among 16 new museums this year being nominated for Best New Museum. That's USA Today. We're just talking about your favorites. And you can vote, by the way. So if you want the local one to win, go yes. to USA Today and vote for the Amelia Earhart. It was in fourth place as of yesterday. I don't know what the ranking is right now, but we can push it over the top. Let's go to, uh, it looks like Debbie and Shawnee has been hanging on the longest. Hello, Debbie. 
Hi. What's How are you guys? Doing great. Great. Well, my museum that I liked the best was in Las Vegas, the Mob Museum. It's awesome. Very interactive. It's very cool. What's What's there? What do you get to see? Well, you get to see, okay, they had the uh, wall from the Valentine's Massacre was there. Wow. Um, you get to pose and um, act like you're wanted. There's a wanted sign and stuff. And there's even an interactive <laughs> for the kids to uh, play, like, uh, with the guns and stuff, like your FBI coming in to get the bad guys and shoot. I mean, it was, like, really interesting. They even had the barber's chair where um, – who was uh, shot there in that barber's chair? But anyway, one of the ba- uh, mob guys that got shot in the, mo- uh, the barber's chair was in there, too. I mean – Oh, and a whole section on the Kansas City mob. They tell you what cities have mobs in them and, Mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. It was just very interactive, and it was a cool museum. Who's that whispering in your ear? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, tell them thank you. Yeah, that sounds great. I would love to see it. See, if if I was going to put something like that together, it would have just an empty room in honor of Geraldo Rivera. Just nothing in Some it. Some of you don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that museum is where I learned about the Kansas City mob history. Weirdly, I, in Las Vegas is yeah, where I, to go all the way I there. learned about it. Yeah, I just happened to be there, and it was raining. And it's a weird thing when it rains in Las Vegas. Like, what do you do? Because yep. it happens so seldom. And that was where I spent a very delightful couple of hours. Beautiful. Let's go to Jason in North Kansas City up next. Hello, Jason. Hey, how you guys doing on Friday? Couldn't be better. Awesome. What about you? Ah, uh, good. Just finishing up Christmas shopping on a day off. boy. So, but I had to call this one in. And, Jamie, I'm surprised that you didn't mention this. Um, I spent some time in Chicago, like, about a decade ago. And the Museum of Science and Industry was the most fascinating museum I've ever been in in my entire life. And I we really wanted to We started with it. Yeah. yeah, at the beginning of the conversation. Oh, yeah. Uh, I must have missed it then. Because I, I, I paid the extra money and went for the U-boat. Yep, U-505. same here. And that was incredible. That alone was worth the entire trip. So, but all right, well, you stole my thunder. Oh, that's okay. No, (laughs) no, no. no, no, no. You talked about it. You got it. Well, Jason, yeah, it it was, uh, it deserves to be talked about again. And you're right. I had forgotten that it is an extra ticket to go inside the U-boat, but we, I mean, it wasn't even a question. It was like, of course we're going to. Here, take my money. Um, and, And by the way, there are several around the country. I don't know if there's one close to here, but there are several other, um, American uh, submarines from World War II submarines that you mm-hmm. can walk through. One of them used to be in Tampa, moved to Pittsburgh a while ago. It's called the USS Requin. And we used to go through that thing. I think that's a Baleo class. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of others. There's one uh, also in Alabama. Uh, there's a few more, but that, that stuff to me is just so much fun. Yeah, I um, no, I'm I'm glad you brought it up again because it was 40 minutes ago when we first talked about it. Um, one of the first memories I have of spending time with my grandfather, who was in World War II, was going to the Science and Industry Museum, and I was young, and going on that submarine and walking it with him, yep. which was a really cool experience with him, obviously, given his perspective. Yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons why. I mean, after you do that, to go seek out some of our subs to see what we were dealing with versus what they had, and the U-boats yeah. are tiny in comparison. Yeah. The ceilings are low, and it's even worse when you realize that when they stocked those things, they didn't have stock rooms. Right. So when when they stocked them, they all of the cans of food that they were going to feed each other throughout the course, they were on the floor. 
they walked, walked on, on top of them. So they were like two cans deep, which means that the ceiling was a foot and a half down farther. Uh, it was just crazy. But yeah, in, in comparison, our guys were in luxury. I believe the movie U571 with Matthew McConaughey is fictional. Yes. Or if it's if it's not fictional, it's it's wildly inaccurate. Yeah, John, I mean, it's John just, Bon Jovi was not in World War II. No, but, it, <laughs> but the story isn't even... No, like they, a, they That was But made that up. part of it's true. They do. They show that part about having to walk on the cans of it. Yeah, so. uh, yeah it, it is wild. So, yeah, uh, keep these coming in. And we've got a few more to mention to you as well coming in off the text line and from our own memory. We'll go to Mark in Olathe next. Hello, Mark. Hi, good afternoon. Hey there. How are you doing? Couldn't, couldn't be better, Mark. Hey. What's on your mind? You know, my wife and I went to, it's off the beaten path, kind of up in your neck of the woods, John, in uh, Corning, New York. We have a friend who lives in Elmira, and we went to the Corning Glass Museum. Love it. And I've been that, also, yep. That was absolutely fantastic. It's, you know, if you're into art and just being able to look at the detail and knowing that, you know, these people blew this glass is just absolutely cool. Did Way you, cooler than I thought it would be. Did you also, because it's right near there, and I'm trying to remember which town it's in, did you also go to Kodak? No, we did not do that. That'll be our next trip when we go up to uh, Elmira. If you go, yeah, definitely you want to hit the Kodak Museum as well. That's another really fun one. But you're right, the Corning Glassworks is just astounding. Yeah. Thank so, you, Mark. Like I say, it's, it's off the beaten path. It's very cool. Have a good day, guys. You got it. You do Thanks the same. Thank you, too. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, just all that colored glass. And, and you would, that's one of those... That's what I like about this conversation. You would never think it's, <laughs> it's from Corning, the glassware company. Yep. That's what it's named for. You would never think that a glass museum would be a really cool thing to see. It's awesome. So is, is it Chuli? However you pronounce that in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, C-H-I-U-L something, something. Why? Something like that. Yeah. It, uh, in fact, there's, there's an exhibit of that over at one of the, the outdoor museums in St. Louis uh, of, of that glass. Um, but yeah, they, they have a whole museum dedicated to it. Just that it's neat. Yeah. It's super cool. Just, just the light and stuff that goes through that. Uh, a couple of other ones are coming at the spam museum in Minnesota. Okay. The evil Several can evil of you have mentioned that the evil can evil museum is another one that's come up a few times. Um, and I would add somebody mentioned the Salvador Dali museum in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, that one is incredible. And I would add to that, if you get the chance, uh, it's a little bit of a hike from there down the coast, but go to Sarasota and go to the Ringling Museum. That is a must-see. Oh, not only Not only for all of the circus stuff, that's a piece of it, but just the mansion itself where John Ringling lived. And it's the only other life-size statue of David in the world other than the original one in Rome. Wow. So, it's, okay. and it's just out in a courtyard. You can't get near it. I mean, you're inside looking out at the courtyard and, and looking in on it, but it's the only other one that is scale absolutely inch for inch, the same size as the original statue of David. Oh, neat. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see how many we can get in here. Yeah, let's do Jim and Shawnee up next. Hi, Jim. Hi. Uh, there's a little town called Belleville in Kansas, mm -hmm. and they have a, it's called a gallery, the Boyer Gallery. And it's a, just a house that this farmer when uh, I think he's passed away for sure, but his daughter still, they let you in, but you can't, you can't just go and they have to come down and open it for you. That's how small the town is. Okay. But it's full of these glass cases with these uh, kind of like folk art, but it was, it's whirly gigs and moving puzzles. Everything's moving. And they, he's made them all by hand. 
And it's the most fantastic thing to walk through and see that the, the ingenuity, this genius of a farmer who made these, you know, in his living room probably, is that, on his barn. That's not the one and that's in the movie Twister, is it? I don't think so. Okay, because there, there is a house that actually exists that they show in that that's got a lot of those same kinds of things. But that sounds awesome. I don't. It, it was just you, you walk through and you couldn't help but be amazed how he thought. I got a real quick story. I, I'll make it short. We went to that get that museum in Chicago in the '60s, mm-hmm. in the late '60s, and it was during the race riots. And we were in a bad part of town, and we were in a turquoise school bus with six kids and my mom and dad, and we stuck. Up. And this guy came up and asked us what we were doing, and my dad told him we were trying to find the museum. This is before GPS. And he said, sir, he goes, you do not need to be in this part of town. And he <laughs> goes, he goes, you follow me, and I will take you there. And we uh-huh. followed this gentleman to the museum, and then he got out, and I heard him talking to my dad, and he says, don't open this door. We stayed there at, that night. He goes, don't open this door for anybody. And uh, the police came by later, and, and – uh, but I just thought, and, and checked on us. But I thought I, I've always thought the kindness of that man who said, "You don't need to be here, sir, yeah, and just, I want to take you where it's safe." There you and go. I thought that was pretty cool. All so. right, hey Jim. Yeah, thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so you can't be too careful. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's see if we can slide Tim and Wellington in here real quick. Hey Tim. Hi. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Awesome. Okay. Uh, up in uh, there's there's a little town up right on by uh, Yellowstone National Park, and it's called Du Bois, Wyoming. And there's right outside of this a National Museum of Military Vehicles. And uh, to give you an idea, I mean, on, on the Internet, it, it's got five stars, and it's got like, I, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of reviews on it. Though. But uh, it, it is wall-to-wall military vehicles from every – nationality army uh japanese german american from world war ii and some of the most interesting stuff that you've never seen and and uh it's got a whole outside exhibit with with tanks and everything and it's uh it's a whole day experience and and it's completely free if you're a veteran and but uh it it was just i i was just flabbergasted by because i'm a I really like World War II history, and, and we were going up there to go to Yellowstone and happened to drive by this on the way into this little town, and we stayed there at a campground, and then one day we went back and went to it, and I was just I was just absolutely uh, fascinated with the whole thing. It sounds great. Yeah. Where is it located again? It's it's the Boys, Wyoming. It's in, uh, I think, Fremont County, Wyoming. It's, it's right on the... It's just about 10 miles outside of one of the gates of, of Yellowstone. Uh, I want to say the farthest north one that you can get into there. So Gotcha. All right. Uh, if I ever find myself in Wyoming, that sounds fascinating, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. All right. We have to get to a break. If you want to hang with us, uh, we will wrap with your calls next on KMBZ. 913-586-7798. Dana Park's coming up at 2 o'clock. Keep an eye on the rain that's coming through. Other breaking news as well. Yeah, there's uh, breaking news out of Virginia. We'll get back to the phones here in just a second. But the yeah. mother of the uh, the six-year-old who shot his teacher has yeah. now been sentenced. Uh, two years in prison for child neglect. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're starting to see that, too. And that was on my list, too, uh, before we get out of here. So if we have time, we'll uh, give you more details about it. 
Wrapping up the conversation here, more than we can keep up with here, so I apologize uh, if we don't get to you, but we're just talking about the museums that really wowed you. This is after the Amelia Earhart Museum here uh, in Atchison is up now for one of the best new museums in the country. And so we're, yeah, we're just talking about the museums that have been jaw droppers for you. And if you've been to the Amelia Earhart, by the way, and want to say a word or two about that, then by all means, see if you can sneak in before the top of the hour. Meantime, we will go to Jim in Topeka. Hey, Jim. Yes, the things that you can learn in a museum is fascinating also, and I go back to the U-boat in Chicago. Yes. And I thought I was really going to see some, some very meticulous things done in that uh, submarine, including the welding and everything that went with it, and found out that the wells were, were things that looked like when I was trying to learn how to weld at 12 years old, <laughs> and I was so surprised at how that, that ever meant it under the water and went anywhere, and these were trusting their lives to it. And you looked all through the boat, and you could see these other things that you were going, wait a minute here, that won't hardly hold popcorn, let alone water at so many thousand feet. How in the world did these people ever survive? And it was fascinating when that I really dug into it technical-wise. So there's things that you can learn in the museum that, 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 that you don't expect to just because it's something to look at. No doubt. And that, uh, yeah, that's the reason why their, their record of survival was not great at all. Uh, they weren't expected to come home, and maybe that's why they didn't spend the time to make it nice welds. <laughs> Jim, thanks. Appreciate you getting in, my friend. Off to Dakota in Independence up next. Hello, Dakota. Hi, how's it going? Love the show. Great, thank um, you. Thanks. Uh, museum that wowed me was the uh, it's in LA California and it was the Peterson Museum it has some of the coolest and most insane cars you could possibly think of and some of the most expensive cars in the world what's there Uh, there's original Shelby Cobras uh, with the actual uh, body frame stamp the CSX which is how you designate if it's a real one or like a factory 5 one yep uh there's been vehicles there from Tommy Hilfiger. There's been vehicles from everyone around the world. That sounds amazing. And, and I'll tell you what, if cars are your thing, uh, if you ever find yourself in the Middle Tennessee, Nashville area, there's a town called Murfreesboro. Look up something called the Lane Motor Museum. I'll have to do that. It's Thank you. great. You got it, Dakota. Yeah, it's it's all European, mostly European cars, and stuff that you will not see out on the road. They're not supercars or anything. I mean, a couple of them are, but it's just things that uh, that you'll see nowhere else. And it's a giant warehouse of a building. It's very cool. Huh. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. I'm laughing. I don't know which cell phone company it is right now. Oh, that's, that's having repeat text. <laughs> we're getting them from several numbers. I don't know if you all have the same company, but holy cow. Yeah. It's just two texts that are coming in over and over. The Cowgirl Museum in Cheyenne, Wyoming is one of them. Yes. And a couple of you have mentioned the House on the Rock up in uh, Wisconsin, up near the Dells. I've never been, but I've seen pictures of it. It does look like a neat place to go. Is that um, who's the architect, the famous architect? Oh, Friday brain. You, uh, you're thinking uh, Frank, Lloyd, uh, Frank Thank you. Lloyd Wright. I don't. Is that Frank Lloyd Wright? I don't think that's one of his. It might be. No. Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'd have to look into it. But yeah, I just seen pictures of it, and it just it's you know out in the middle of the water up on a rock. So yeah, kind of a neat thing to go check out. How about Kent in Gladstone next? Hello, Kent. Hi. Uh, I called about uh, uh, Big Daddy Don Garlitz Museum in Ocala, Florida. Yeah. Driven by it a bunch right off I-75. The Big yeah. Daddy what? Big Daddy Don Garlitz Museum of uh, Drag Racing. Drag oh, Racing. Oh, okay. 
He'll be 92 in January, and he's still going, still going strong. Last time I went down there, we heard a bunch of grinding, and I, I asked the girl if or the guy ahead of us said, "Is he around?" And she said, "Oh, that's him back there grinding on something." She says, "She says we're uh, we're not allowed to go bother him though." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, you, you, you don't you don't bother Don Garland's while he's working. <laughs> Oh, that's and the uh, Peterson Museum? Yeah. That's uh, Peterson Publishing Company. Uh, did Hot Rod, Motor Trend, a whole bunch of uh, – he's, you know – That makes sense. Now. But, uh, yeah, that's that's who the Peterson is. Very cool. Oh, wow. there's a – one more. There's a, a museum for the Sprint Cars at Knoxville, Iowa. Okay. And it is fantastic, too. Uh, yeah, I'm a big sprint car fan. I'm, a, I'm an old Steve Kinzer guy. So, uh, yeah, all right. The first time I went through there, it was loaded with his cars because he was retiring. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to go check him out. Hey, Kent, thank you. Uh, yeah. And uh, by the way, I made a mistake. I was confusing the house on the rock with something else. It is not a, it's not a Frank Lloyd Wright. It was designed by Alex Jordan. That's not the one that's out in the water, though. That's just on a rock in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin down near Dodgeville. Okay. Cool. Um, we got a lot of these. Uh, Colin may attempt to put a list together as we put this up on podcast. I, hopefully you were taking notes as we go through here. Be careful in the rain. Headlights on. Uh, we will root for the Chiefs on Sunday and talk to you Monday here on KMBZ.